I want to talk about, you know, how much planning goes into having a kid and just, uh, you know, some people are incapable of conceiving and carrying their own children. And so they have to get other people to do this for them. I happen to know uh, a couple. Uh, they are a gay couple, and uh, uh, both of them are, are men, and they could not carry a child, obviously. So they got a surrogate. And um, right now, as it stands under Canadian law, uh, paying a surrogate is illegal. So they went by the books. And what you can do under Canadian law is you can cover the surrogate's costs. So medical costs, vitamins, maternity clothing, and related items. Anybody who's pregnant knows it's a big strain on your body. And, uh, you know, it can get expensive and you might have to deal with some medical bills if you're put on uh, bed rest. So you can incur quite a cost. Um, These parents, their surrogate happened to be a friend of a friend and she was more than happy to provide them with a baby. The baby's now one year old and they are so happy. They're over the moon and she did a great service to them out of the generosity of her heart. She wanted them to be parents and it's a great thing. And uh, they feel like they've been given a gift. The question is, should paying a surrogate in Canada still be legal? One Liberal MP is trying to change that. Uh, Today, he made an announcement on Parliament Hill. He joins the program right now to talk about his announcement for private members' bill. Anthony Housefather is a Liberal MP for Mount Royal in Montreal. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Kelly. Pleasure. Pleasure having you on. So let's get to the specifics of your bill. Yeah, the specifics of my bill would be to decriminalize payment for sperm donors, egg donors, and surrogates in Canada. Uh, We have a a law right now that is very out of date. You can go to prison for up to 10 years uh, for offering to pay someone to to be a sperm, egg donor, or surrogate in Canada. Um, There's a very gray area as to what expenses you can or cannot claim, leading to lawyers constantly being in a state of flux as to what advice they give their clients. Um, We had a surrogate that was there today, uh, a woman who had children by a surrogacy that was there today, that told told us that she, for example, had to pay for a car um, for the surrogate uh, to go to medical appointments for uh, the, the surrogate had four children of her own and she was carrying uh, the fetus of, of, of this woman and her husband mm-hmm. and um, and her car broke down and she paid for a car and she was uh, told by her lawyer that you could go to prison for doing that. Wow. And, 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 and while a woman is carrying a baby, while intended parents are waiting for the baby, they should be worrying about the health of the baby, not whether they're going to be potentially charged with a criminal offense for making the wrong kind of payment. And, and, and Kelly, what's also interesting, and I think this is the best example, the sperm industry has been driven out of Canada. In the 90s, we had about 30 sperm banks in the country. Today, there's one and a half. So what do we do? We buy our sperm from the United States where the donors are paid and we don't have our health regulations that apply. Uh, so they're doing indirectly what you can't do directly, making it an unsafe for Canadian women because they're getting American sperm that don't go through our Canadian health regulations. And you have the case last year of the woman in Toronto who was impregnated by a schizophrenic man from yes. Georgia. You know, it happens all the time because we don't have a Canadian domestic market and it makes no sense. We have tough regulations. It's not like the old days, right, where you go into a sperm bank, deposit, leave even $20 with cash, mm-hmm. uh, 20 minutes with cash. Today, you have months of testing that you need to do to be a sperm donor. So nobody's going to do it if they don't get some form of payment. Right. So and, you're yeah. saying that in the 90s, we paid for, uh, you were given uh, mm-hmm. money for the sperm that you donated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why did we change that? Do you know? Because they, they associated it with the, the law and surrogacy um, and they put it all together and made a decision that I think is just paternalistic or maternalistic that women are not capable for deciding for themselves uh, whether or not they want to be involved in this process as egg donors or surrogates. And then they, ta- they lumped in men and as sperm donors as well. 
and and it's the only area in Canadian reproductive technology right now uh, where a woman can be charged uh, for deciding what she wants to do with her own body. And and I just believe that government shouldn't be playing a role of making that criminal. I think that we should trust that. And of course, people under under age surrogates have to be over 21, and egg and sperm donors over 18. But mentally competent adults should be able to decide this for themselves and and be properly advised by legal professionals and counselors throughout the process, which happens in surrogacy. But it shouldn't be a criminal act. We're talking with Anthony Housefather, who is a Liberal MP from Mount Royal. Today, he announced on Parliament Hill that he will table a private member's bill this spring and will try to decriminalize both paying for surrogates in Canada as well as the ban on paying for sperm and egg donations. Anthony, I want to ask you, do you know how our laws for surrogacy laws here match up with the rest of the world? So the country we're obviously usually most comparable with is the United States. So most states in the United States allow donors uh, of sperm and eggs to be paid as well as surrogates um, and, 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 and also allow uh, gay couples um, and others to be part of the process. Um, the other countries where surrogacy is legal, um, many of them, for example, don't allow gay couples to, to, to participate in the process or don't allow singles to participate in the process. There's, there's wow. restrictions that we wouldn't have today in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and surrogacy is legal um, and, and, and able to be paid, uh, I think, in about a dozen countries today um, that, that, that range from the UK to the United States to uh, Australia. Um, And then there's other countries where the whole process is illegal. Let me ask you this. You know, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Uh, Is the concern or on that side of of people that would play devil's advocate, is the concern that if you uh, lift the ban on paying for egg donations or paying surrogates, uh, that that incentivizes, you know, uh, people that are socioeconomically challenged in the first place and that they will do something that they don't want to do just to survive. Like, you know, uh, you are dealing with a a mother who is, uh, you know, she's not making ends meet and she thinks, well, I don't really want I'm only given it. I'm only born with a certain amount of eggs, but these eggs could give me money and I don't really want to do this, but I'm going to do that. Is that I'm going to sell these eggs for uh, just so we can get by. Is that one of the is that one of the arguments against it would be, but again, it presumes a degree of exploitation of adult women that I don't think really exists. I mean, a woman can make a rational decision for both economic and altruistic reasons to be a surrogate or an egg donor. There can be regulations. That, criminalization is is one thing that I just don't think should exist. Provinces can properly apply regulations. A province can regulate that before becoming an egg donor or becoming a surrogate, a person needs three hours of counseling, needs to have independent legal advice. All of these things are totally reasonable and happen today in practice. Um, I, I don't see somebody simply saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree to rent out my body for nine months, even though I don't have any real interest in helping this family, you know, create a child. Um, I, I don't think it's, it's the case, but there it would be a lie to say that there are not some people that together with a desire to help people may all, not also see an economic benefit for themselves. The same as with doing many other things, um, you know, whether good or bad that are legal today. You sound very passionate about this. Anthony, how did you get interested in this subject? So that's a great question. Thanks so much for asking. I, I, I had some friends, um, just like you had mentioned at the beginning of the program, um, that um, I was the general counsel of a multinational before I was elected to parliament and also the mayor of a city. And, and I had friends that worked for me in the city um, and friends that, um, that, that, that I'm friends with in, 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 in my company and in real life. And, 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 and basically just in the same year, I had three couples that, 
came to me because they were infertile, either the husband or the wife was infertile, um, and, and, and said that they needed to go to the United States um, to, uh, to build their family and asked me to review contracts for them. And I was puzzled as to why they needed to go to the United States and couldn't just do it here. And then I started investigating and started talking to fertility doctors and lawyers and surrogates. And, and I started understanding the complexity of the situation in Canada where no lawyer can go to their potential parents or surrogate and say 100% this is legal. Mm. And so it created a gray area that causes people to go out of the country either for demand or for uncertainty. And, and I wanted to help my friends. And, and, and then through the process, I've met more people, gay couples that want to have children, um, people who've been trying to adopt for years and haven't yet got into the top of the list and have decided to try to go this way. And, and I just want to help people be parents. And I just want them to feel proud of the fact that they want to raise a child in happiness in the greatest country in the world. What kind of support are you getting from uh, your colleagues on, on Parliament Hill? So I, I've gotten the support of the Liberal Women's Caucus. I've gotten a lot of support from other liberals um, on the back benches. Um, and this week, because um, I, I first started talking about my, within my caucus this week uh, and last week, I started talking to my colleagues in the Conservatives and the NDP um, and the Greens. Um, and I'm doing my best to rally support. And I think people are very open to it. And I want to work with all my colleagues so we, we get a bill that, that everyone can support. And you will be presenting this bill this spring? Yes, I will be putting it forward, although my number is not high up. Uh, so I'm hoping that somebody with a higher number will take it on because um, uh, it goes by number. Uh, but uh, I will at least be depositing it in the house this spring. Yes. All right. Well, listen, I really appreciate your time. Hopefully we talk to you again in the spring and see how things are going. Thanks so much, Kelly. What a pleasure. Thanks, Anthony. Have a great day. You too. Cheers. That's Anthony Housefather, Liberal MP for Mount Royal in Montreal, paying surrogates right now in Canada illegal. But uh, Anthony wants to change all that. Sounds uh, like a plan.